0: Welcome to Teach Back Tuesday at Keep the Heart. These episodes are from Season 1, and if you heard them before, it was far enough ago where you probably don't remember it, but if you're new to Keep the Heart, this is a new episode for you. This episode on contentious relationships had thousands of downloads. There must be a reason for that. Let's listen. I was in an airport waiting for a flight that had been delayed. There was a couple nearby, and they were having a private argument in public. You know the ones where what they're saying is private, but the volume of their voices makes it public? The woman seemed oblivious to the people around her when she said these words, Why don't you man up? Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now back to today's important study. It was an awkward scene, and most of us were trying not to look, but it was hard not to hear. The man mumbled something under his breath and they continued using words like weapons until we boarded. This couple had two children with them and these children looked painfully uncomfortable. You know what else I saw? I witnessed a lesson about the damage of being contentious. Something happened before we saw the tense exchange between that couple. They didn't just start arguing at that moment. Something tripped a switch and the fight was on. Are you like that? Are there certain things that just set you off? And do you get so out of control that you don't even care who hears you or who's watching? Maybe you get snappy and edgy and salty when people mess up the house. A small matter but a big deal to you. People just don't see the value of a tidy home, you might be thinking to yourself, and that drives you a special kind of crazy. Or maybe you change into Matilda the Hun when you're hungry. Seriously, some people really do seem to go through personality changes when they're low on fuel. Knowing this about yourself and being prepared is a really good idea. Hello, snacks in the glove box of the car. Or maybe you have some unresolved conflict with someone, and since it's not fixed, you're giving them the silent treatment, but you're chewing on others this is unjust but it's very common whatever the cause a contentious person becomes a source of irritation like the sound of dripping water on a rainy day that's what the bible says in proverbs 27:15 a continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike note that this verse specifically mentions a woman but we all know that anyone can be contentious Let's read the verse for the all-inclusive contentious person found in Proverbs twenty-six twenty-one: As coals are to burning coals, and as wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. Some people are professional brawlers. That's not a life goal. What can we do about this human tendency to be contentious? The Bible really does have much to say on this topic, but we're going to examine just a few verses, and you can continue this study on your own. Number one, you are not number one. <laughs> Proverbs eighteen seventeen says so. He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him. Have you ever listened to someone describing a disagreement they've had with another person? rarely will you hear them say i was the one who started it or i could have handled my side better totally rare we tend to paint ourselves in the best light while casting shade on others if we were in a courtroom and our family members or friends were on the witness stand would they accuse us of being self-centered if the answer is yes then something needs to change Ask God to show you where you took a wrong turn, and he'll guide you back on course. Putting ourselves first is culturally acceptable, but it's biblically backwards. We'll have less to argue about if we're not trying to have our own way. It takes a focused effort to abandon the me-first habit, but in Christ, this can be achieved. Looking at the other side is not our first instinct. Selfishness is natural. But selflessness requires effort and lots of practice. Whether it's a family member, a co-worker, someone in the ministry, or anyone, we will all have opportunities to disagree and will wrestle with the desire to press our case until we're satisfied with the outcome. The problem with this I-have-to-make-my-point mentality is that we may win the point but damage the relationship in the process. It helps to remember that the person we're contending with believes that they have valid points as well. When we'll pause to carefully consider someone else's point of view, we're being biblical. There is a peaceful calm in life when we're not striving to put ourselves first. Number two, contentiousness drives people apart. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. That's what it tells us in Proverbs 21:19. We see two things in this verse. First, it's better not to come home than to come home to someone who's just waiting to get into the next argument. Secondly, Proverbs 21:19 pairs these words, contentious and angry. Contentious people are angry about something, and it would be wise to figure out what that something is. Sit still with God and ask him what is at the bottom of this anger. Why are you so angry? Unresolved conflicts don't go away. They just morph into relentless arguing, ultimately leading to a chilling of the relationship, if not the total death of the relationship. When we imagine that we have all the time in the world to get things right with others, we're assuming something that could prove to be false. Every person has a limited lifetime. If you're so angry with a person that you don't even care if things are ever made right, then something is wrong between you and the Lord. Repair your relationship with God, and he'll transform your relationship with others as he gives you an interior makeover. This is what happens when we're transformed by the renewing of our minds, as it says in Romans 12.2. Number three. Issues with children may be a source of contention. Proverbs 19.13 tells us that a foolish son is the calamity of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. This verse also has two pictures in one, a man that has a foolish son and he also has a contentious wife. Now one way to look at this verse is to consider these issues as two separate problems. But have you ever considered that the wife may have been arguing with her husband about the foolish child? I've often wondered if this wasn't the source of the wife's contentions. My husband and I were having no problem walking in lockstep unity training our children when they were younger. But when they reached an age where we had to take off our hats that said, because I said so, and replace them with the hats that said, trusted advisors. That's when the differences began to surface. I can remember disagreeing strongly with my husband over an issue with one of our children when he finally said this, do what you want to do. But my advice is that we wait and pray and say very little if anything right now. You know what I heard? I heard do what you want to do. Six words. The rest of the sentence just went right through my brain and came out on the other side as blank space. So what did I do? I did my own thing and caused a mess that took weeks to clean up. When we press on to make our point or to teach a lesson or to remind someone of scripture that we know they've learned, we may overstep into a spot that does nothing more than create additional strife. I learned the hard way that day that my contentions were not going to achieve God's goal for our family. We will never argue our way to happiness. And the only satisfaction in winning an argument is that you proved that you can be contentious to the finish line. Are you in the habit of being contentious? Take some time to pray about this. This is not an issue that's just limited to married people. This is an issue that anyone can face. Really, truly take some time to pray and ask the Lord to reveal to you where you've inserted your own ways instead of His ways and commit to turning away from this unhealthy habit. Contentiousness can really hurt relationships. We don't want to do that. We don't know how much time we have. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit KeepTheHeart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, ICU, In Christ Unconditionally. ICU is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.